This is a podcast for curious readers. Welcome back, podcast people. Today, I have a special treat for you. If you listened to season one of Book Pros, around, it was episode 10, right kind of in the middle of our first book swap that we did, Bailey and Emily were paired together and they read, um, well, they read Emily's, Bailey read Emily's pick, uh, Ice Planet Barbarians. And it's kind of like a fantasy romance um, with aliens and stuff. And it was real weird and real fun. Um, a big title on Book Talk at the time. Um, and that was a really fun conversation. So we decided that we were just going to make it a thing. And um, so this is Bailey and Emily, and they're back again. And it's not for the book swap. They just wanted to read more romance novels, good ones and maybe not so good ones, and just kind of talk about them. So that's what this episode is. And it was a real joy to record because we Emily and Bailey talked about um, a book Sam picked for them and it is a romance that was written in 1989 and it's called Night in Shining Armor by Jude Devereaux and um, just for context Bailey and Emily are both uh, we were born uh, I think in the 1990s or later uh, so <laughs> I don't want to I don't I'm not exactly sure so I don't want to say a specific date but they're young they're in their 20s um so it was very fascinating sam purposefully picked this one because it has a very 1980s sensibility to it very much of its time and it was a wild conversation to sit down with bailey and emily and hear their take on um what a romantic relationship was like typified as in 1980s romance novels it was really good so we talk about a ton of things in this so the first about the first hour of this episode is talking about the book and the plot of the book and what happens in the book and it's it's a fun listen so i encourage you to do that and then um if you'll notice if you look at the timestamp on this episode this is a longer episode and about an hour in bailey and emily and i started talking more in general about like you know, romantic relationships and um, knowing who you are and what is okay with you in relationships and um, being a teenager and just a ton of stuff. So I would say, you know, if you're interested in that kind of conversation, stick around for the last half of the episode because um, we have really fun conversation about that kind of stuff. Um, I was I was tempted to try to split this episode into two just because it is a longer length and I decided not to because it's just such a good conversation. I wanted to keep it together and complete because uh, I think that's the way it should be heard. And if you like it, I would really encourage you to, you know, not only, um, you know, like us and subscribe to us where you listen to podcasts, but share it too. You know, um, I, I love podcasts and, and I get so much good information from all the podcasts I listen to. So if you like it and you think other people should hear it, you know, feel free to share it. Also, just a quick content warning. Uh, this is an episode with Bailey and Emily. And as the last one, it is packed full of cursing and swearing, discussing sex and sexuality. So if any of that is objectionable to you, I suggest you skip this episode or maybe pop in some headphones if you have little ears listening with you. Otherwise, have fun and enjoy listening. Hi, this is Bailey. This is Emily. And we are starting a segment on Book Pros called Sweet and Spicy. 
where we talk about some sweet and some spicy books, and it's going to be... And you're going to like it. (laughs) The last... You don't have to, like, reintroduce yourself as people. Just say, like, it's Bailey and Emily. Like, everybody knows. Bailey and Emily, (laughs) back at it again. Yes. We we had the pleasure of reading two books. I'm not too sure if we'll get to the second today, but the first one that we read was A Night in Shining (laughs) Armor by Jude Devereaux. Out of curiosity... What is, when was this originally published? It was the 80s, right? 1989. Yeah, 1989. I did check it, yeah. yeah. I have it written. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, 1989, I hated it. I was going to say. or the book? <laughs> maybe both. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't was, alive in 1989. That's kind of yeah, why I'm excited to I hear didn't, this. I didn't have the pleasure of being alive in 1989, but oh, um, you, you can, can both definitely. You can straight to hell. um i was a 99 baby but i can say for sure that this is dated not just the fashion (laughs) choices in it because let me just let me just can we take like a wait did you say what the did you say the title yes yeah a knight in shining armor can we just take a moment to like there was like one portion in this book where she's describing like this amazing outfit that she's picking out because he gave like the the guy in the book gave her money to pick out like a new outfit for her because she had no clothing because (laughs) the asshole that she was with before decided to ditch her and then didn't give her any of her things so you know she's she's she went clothing shopping and what did she pick out like some like multicolored paisley skirt with this very flowy blouse and then and there's just so many colors involved in this outfit too which isn't an issue we love like a little bit of a maximalist moment but the way the way the outfit was described was horrendous it looked it it looked in my head truly horrendous <laughs> it's funny because i'm picturing like yeah moms i knew in the 80s and yeah. i'm like no nah, i get that that's like sunday morning church wear and i do yes and i <laughs> yeah. do love some 80s fashion don't get me wrong if i could live in the 80s i probably would no. have minus all the social no. stuff back then the fashion at least but um The fashion that she described her to be wearing and the way that she would describe herself sometimes just made me want to take the book and chuck it at her head. Yeah. The main character, yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that made me want to chuck a book or a brick at the main character's head. So what's... So give us a plot overview, because I I know nothing about this other than it is a very... uh, dated okay well uh, you're probably better at like summarizing things than me so you probably uh well okay well it's about this woman (laughs) of course it's a romance (laughs) it's about this woman her name is douglas which threw me that through the first name is douglas yes first name is douglas it threw me off because my grandpa's name was douglas yeah and i was like what the fuck Okay. Yeah, I don't know that I'd want to read it. Well, it's historical reference. I guess her dad's, like, a history professor. Yeah. And that does play, like, some sort of a role in this. Right. But, like, she's named after some... Some... Yeah, I don't remember. Some person back in history, I guess, that he's in love with, so... Yeah, someone her dad loved. Yeah. So he clearly wanted a boy. And do they they refer to her as Douglas the whole way through? Yes. Yep. That is that not like so no like could no cute nicknames no no no. Lassie no no Dougie I don't know something you you can no just like (laughs) Douglas Douglas the whole time (laughs) yeah oh good we're getting Bailey's impressions off (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's yeah anyway so Douglas is in England with her boyfriend. 
and Mo- present day yeah present day present boyfriend day. that also has a bratty little daughter which I will say sorry I'm I'm no, gonna okay. I'm gonna say no this. I have such beef with this kid oh absolutely with the kid but the way but that with the Douglas way, the way that <gasps> Douglas describes this kid bro first of all oh my god Okay, let me just turn the game down a little bit. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe we should maybe we should just get through this and then I can. Have we a have nice to get through the summary, yeah, and then we can go into yeah, the story. Sorry, sorry. Okay, it's about this. Okay, wait, the summary. Okay, the summary. Yes. Okay, so it's about this woman. She's visiting England. Her boyfriend ditches her ass. She planned this whole then, trip for them, by the way. Yeah, entire she, trip. She's crying on a tombstone. She wishes for a knight in shining armor. Poof, a knight in shining uh, armor appears. Cringe. What a dumb premise. Okay. I know. Yeah. And but he's obviously, he time traveled. Mm-hmm. So there's that whole plot. Right. Yeah, but he also, he time traveled. He could hear her crying somehow through through oh the centuries. God. He hears they her crying. They must have been at a thin, a thin spot yes. where, the, where the veil. He hears her crying and he's getting annoyed. And he's getting annoyed at the fact that he hears a woman crying. And so I he have, feels like he needs to rescue her and so then it he is revolting time. it's revolting i can't i have yeah. a pain in my so, chest thinking so his, about it his reason for appearing is that he was annoyed by her crying well he's yeah. like he's like emotional <laughs> about it he's like <gasps> he's like, oh, I, like a I, woman I, in... I can't i can't go on hearing her cry not knowing why i can't help her and why she's crying yeah, he's like i <gasps> must help her he's like wax is it the right word waxing he's like waxing on about yeah this yes. woman who is crying and how he needs to rescue her and come to yeah, her aid. I'm pretty sure I have it saved somewhere. But it's basically like uh, a note for the audio. Bailey has come with a copy of this book that is fully tabbed with <laughs> very lovely different color. Do mm-hmm. the colors mean things or are they just randomly? No, they're all okay. just random pretty colors because I liked it. they're still... You came with notes. Yeah, she really did. Uh, I really, I'm trying to think. I'm sitting here thinking of like, okay, I'm going to try to come up with movies from the 1980s mm-hmm. that you guys should watch that will make this make more sense to you. Well, Speaking as the only person here who was alive during the 1980s. <laughs> well, while I was reading this, I was like, this is very much giving Outlander, but... Ew, Outlander was better. This, no, this is like a cheap knockoff version of Outlander. Okay. If that makes sense. Or Outlander is a better version of this. Yes, because it it gives like the... I've never seen Outlander. It gives like the same themes, except it's the guy coming into present, you know, present day instead of the woman going back in time. Yeah. And they're, she's pretty much trying to help him make it in like the real world while... She's trying to recover from her breakup with her boyfriend. And Wait, does all of this happen in present day? No. No, not all oh. of it. They go back in time oh, then, so then later, he goes, too. So he comes to her and yes. stays in the 1980s, but, and then but, eventually they go back But in basically, oh, she okay. thinks he's, like, this crazy guy, and she's trying to figure out a way <sighs> to, like, help him along without, like, really helping him, I guess. And he thinks that she's a witch, and th- he's on this mi- mission to, like, go back to his regular time and he thinks that you know she's a witch that brought him here and yeah yeah right and then they have sex and that's the portal into sending Mm -hmm. him back to his time which is another plot point which i think is (laughs) yeah quite interesting so at what point when he's thinking she's a witch does he think it's a good idea to have, have sex, sex with, with her? this woman. Well, they develop feelings for each other. 
They okay. do. Right. Um, well, it's because there's a draw a there. Because she was crying. Yeah. Yeah. And he's and a every, man. Every time, she, every time she cries, he can hear it. And so he can go to wherever she's at. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. Wow, that would drive yeah, me nuts. Yeah, so she's like she's like crying over her her ex man <laughs> and he's he's having to chase after her, but she has no money because her ex boyfriend has all of her belongings okay. and things and purse included. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So then he has all these old coins that they keep selling to get money. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, I have to say, just listening to this, like. It's very, it's very on track for the 1980s storytelling. Like, I, everything you're describing that you're saying you're annoyed with, I, I'm, it's, it's like going back and watching a movie I loved when I was a kid, and you even, watch it, and you're like, oh my god, the plot holes in this are, like, dude, wild. <laughs> we didn't even get into the nitty gritty. I can't. We didn't, though. Because... Wait, I need to know, what was her reaction? So, she's in a cemetery and yeah. crying, and then all of a sudden this guy shows Weeping. up. That's Which, what they say in the Did book. he, like, go home with her? Well, he shows up, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's in, like, a full night. Like, yeah, he's in full armor. Like, he's, he's got... He's He's got... <laughs> he's in full he's armor. He's got silver armor with gold <laughs> accents all over mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And, like... Well, she... Rocking the crop breeches, yeah. you know, underneath and everything, I, and... I think her reaction was, like... She, I think she was just kind of like, what is, you know, what is my life? Like, why does this keep happening to me? Like, why, why do I keep getting the psychos? Why can't I get a good man? Basically that. And she does talk about that multiple times about how she, well, and okay. So they kind of talk about like her background and like her family and stuff and how she's the unwanted sister because she just can't seem to pick the right guys because they're either going to jail or they want her for her money because she comes Mm -hmm. from a really wealthy family and come to later find out that her ex-boyfriend, well, her boyfriend that becomes her ex-boyfriend in this book was also kind of out for her money. So like Hmm. that to begin with, even though I'm pretty sure she's like, what, a teacher? Well, here's the thing. This bitch, I, I I have major qualms with her. Well, I also have qualms just with the entire thing. Yeah. But, so her ex-boyfriend's name is Robert. Robert um, is an asshole. But, I mean. Completely. So her family, she has three sisters. She compares herself to her three sisters who are like doctors, lawyers, and mm-hmm. like uh, some other profession that's considered better and she's a teacher and she's Mm -hmm. like i'm a lowly teacher first of all fuck you for (laughs) thinking teachers suck bitch (laughs) and second of all (laughs) like um she the first thing that um like a, a really important quote in this book which i wrote it down is truthfully marriage was what douglas wanted most in life yeah, yeah, that's a very her, 80s. Yeah. Her most important thing, mm-hmm. like, her most important characteristic is that she wants marriage. Yeah. And that she wants, like, 
a man. She, and, she wants like, it so bad, though, that she will literally settle. bend over backwards mm-hmm. and do the most crazy, insane mm-hmm. shit for a man. And I'm like, girl, oh. where is your self-respect? No, oh, she doesn't let's, have it. Let's not even talk about the fact that she thinks she's the most hideous person in the room because she's not wearing makeup and she's freaking out. And then she has to she has to go get toiletries oh with my this guy's God. money so she can specifically buy makeup because she says the, she basically said I think at one point that no woman is beautiful without their makeup on. Yeah, fuck and you. And I'm bitch. like Okay, let me just stop you for a second. I know Emily and I were talking about this the other day when we were working to a shift together, and she was saying how unbelievably, like, offensive she found that, and I was like... It's so offensive. I know. I never wear makeup. Like, yeah, neither do I. Yeah. But, like, let me just t- say, I can't... It's just... It's just yeah. the time. I understand mm-hmm. how, yeah. offended, how offensive it is to you, but I hear that, and I think, like... Yeah, I remember that. Like, I remember moms yeah. that age saying those things. I can't leave the house without my, my mascara. Well, even I, I mean, there are still I still know women that say yeah. crap like that. Even yeah. my mom is kind of like Emily. Like that's because I was ranting to her about this book, and she's like, "That's honestly just how it was. <laughs> women did not leave the house yeah. without their hair and makeup done." Yeah, like if you think about Which it, is so like so sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is, but I think that's kind of like the pendulum of like. Um, cultural shifts yeah like if you think of like the 50s of being like the na- that, 1950s then, then it was, right, right and then like the 50s early 60s and then everything started to kind of swing a little bit more like liberal in the late 60s and 70s yeah. and then the 80s kind of like retracted on that a yeah, whole lot which fucking sucked right and then like the 90s and 2000 and all that, yeah. <laughs> but like, but honestly and anyone out there who's older than me who hears this and wants to correct me go right ahead i was like six years old but still like i think it it's part of just that mm-hmm. cultural yeah, swing shift. that yeah. happens you get more conservative and then you get less conservative and then yeah. it, like it just keeps kind of going back and forth but uh, yeah i mean everything was like that commercials were like that movies I mean, it's tv really shows sad. Like, i mean if you go back and watch like um from the 80s and 80s even the early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, like, you'll see things about, like, moms and stuff saying, like, you shouldn't eat that. You're going to be... You're going to get fat. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. It, You're going to gain weight. Yeah. And, like, yeah. you wouldn't really see that kind of stuff anymore. But, yeah. I do find that fascinating because, like, yeah, you guys have no frame of reference for that, which is yeah. good. It's a good thing. It's yeah, just it's funny. But shit's hella dated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's why Sam picked it, because she wanted to, like, really get your thoughts. Like, this is where romance came from. I mean, it was... I So, okay. So, to begin the book, I essentially, like, to get into it, she is... It starts off where Douglas goes to... She goes to England with Robert, who's Mm -hmm. this doctor guy that she's dating, and she idolizes him. She thinks he's the fucking... The big cheese. The big cheese. She thinks yeah. he's the, like, god yeah. that she's ever... He like the most, roses. Yeah, exactly. You know. He's the best person that she could ever meet in her life. And he has, even though, you know, even though he uh, was married and had a fucking mm-hmm. kid, okay, it's fine. <laughs> even, if, even though... The double standard. If she was a woman that had a kid, she'd be, yeah. you know, dirty trash. But mm-hmm. okay, you know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, and let me let me stick with the guy who literally has a little shit as a daughter. I, if I were this girl's age, we would be fist fighting. 
Like, if I were the daughter, if I were the daughter's age and, like, or whatever. How old is the daughter? She's probably, like, like eight. Oh, really? I I I pictured her as, like, an eight-year-old. I thought she she was, like, 12. Yeah. Either way, I'm picturing Emily fist fighting with a child. (laughs) I'd fist fight her, too. That little bitch. She is such a little brat, though, because. But you know what? You know who's worse? Well, okay, Douglas, yes, but Douglas was, like, going to England, expecting this, like, huge, like, engagement trip, and then last minute, surprise, the little daughter's coming along, and, um, Robert keeps saying, I have something special for you, I have a great surprise, blah, 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 blah. She thinks it's a ring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she thinks it's And it's the fucking daughter. Yeah, the (laughs) daughter is getting a diamond and emerald, like, baguette bracelet. Like, a tennis bracelet Mm -hmm. made out of, how? How? An eight-year-old? An eight or twelve yeah. to eight to twelve year old range. That's such eighties tropes. Yeah, it just. Is. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, you're really in, yeah. you really trust this kid, I guess. But also, um, why why would Douglas be excited about that? Why would Douglas be excited about the little shit brat who pretty much? I mean, to be fair, Douglas and Robert shouldn't be together anyways, but kept trying to break them up. But also, also, <laughs> this is the most crucial part. Mm-hmm. She's a teacher. She's unpaid as a teacher. He's a doctor. Wait, why is she unpaid? It's not explained Mm-mm. why she's unpaid, but she's a teacher who's unpaid. He's a fucking doctor, dude. They're on the way to this, on their England trip. He tells her day of, you have to pay half. Yeah. For yeah. me and my fucking kid. That's not your kid. Yep. I'd be like, how about you take your fucking trip and shove it up your asshole, you fucking dick? Yeah. Well, well especially because he, like, he made it seem like he fuck was... Fuck you! Literally, yeah. And he made it seem like he Everyone was Everyone, Bailey is taking applications. <laughs> literally, I am so... At uh, the level of disrespect. I know. For real. I can't. Well, and he Again. made it seem like. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No. He made it I seem like that's... he was going to pay for this whole trip, yeah. that it was just going to be the two of them, and like it was going to be this like great romantic thing. He, he literally had her plan the entire trip. Didn't yeah. Pay, didn't lift a single oh finger God. about any of it. See, here's the thing. Again, I know this is so. My blood pressure. <laughs> yeah. I can see it in your face. I'm literally like, so mad. I know this. It, I know. It, I know all of this seems so foreign and stuff, but I also feel like it is only very recently that like this kind of behavior from a man was just expected. I swear to God, and tolerated, and especially like probably whatever class level that yeah. dude is just like makes it you know so much worse but, i'd rather like, be alone yeah well, yes. i was i was just about to I'd say like not yeah. that my women f- came to that conclusion eventually <laughs> i'd rather be fucking alone yes. dude not yeah. that my future husband is listening to this but if you are i hope you know that you're gonna get pushed down the stairs if you ever treat me like this <laughs> like i'll slit your throat yeah. i will sleep. i will slit something <laughs> in your morning smoothie i don't know okay. like yeah that but that's what i mean like that Maybe that sounds a little murderous, but you know what? Don't care. Yeah. Gosh. Fuck you. Don't treat me like a piece <laughs> of dirt on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. The the idea that women should be respected and treated as equal yeah. human beings in a relationship is honestly a relatively new concept that we're all well, coming and to. And to make matters worse, this dude from back in time, he's like royalty, whatever. He almost treats her worse sometimes. 
because some of the stuff that he would do, I was like, Douglas, this is literally worse than your last man, and you're thinking that this man is the end-all be-all now, but, you know, he's from back in time, so she can't possibly fall in love with him, but what does she do? She falls in love with him. Yeah. But he's still, like, a chauvinist, like, whatever. Can we talk about the qualities of a knight? A knight Mm. is supposed to be honorable and chivalrous. (laughs) A bitch, Nicholas, aka that's the knight. Yeah, the knight okay. is named Nicholas. Okay, Sir Nicholas. Well, he's also isn't he he's like a, a duke? duke? Yeah, yeah. Oh. He's also a duke, oh. but he's second okay. born. Right. So he uh. won't get the. He wasn't technically supposed to get the title, so he becomes a knight mm. and Ugh. all that stuff. What a rough life for him. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, <laughs> my man Nicholas is a stone cold d bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Which, to be fair, I would imagine most men back in the 1700s or whatever. It's a little more understandable like, for his behavior, yeah. I suppose. But on the same on the same yeah. time, if Douglas is the only person willing to help him in this circumstance, maybe you think to be a little nicer to them. Yes. Because she's helping him get through this like new world that he's not familiar with at all, and he's just in awe of everything, and she is literally his babysitter. <laughs> want to see a movie of this. <laughs> I tried to do. It would be funny. I mean, like... Oh, that freaking fly. There's a fly in here <laughs> for everyone listening. dive-bombing our heads. I'm gonna yeah, get it one it of was, these times. It, was, it tried it. to, like, you know, wiggle in my ear, but well, it's fine. Well, okay, so one thing that... Wait a minute. Your notebook is just covered with drawings of red flags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so for everyone listening, that. I brought a notebook of my notes. <laughs> I just... And I wrote... I doodled little red flags throughout my yeah. notebook because of how much, how many red flags this book is filled yeah. with. So a lot, a, a lot, like every single character, an is alarming amount with red flags. I mean, I don't like any character in this book. I the think they all deserve. The only character that death. wasn't <laughs> an absolute asshole was the innkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, there's side there character. Working like, class yeah. person is probably the only night. Yeah. yeah. A couple chapters. Was Were there, so like even the main character, Douglas, like she wasn't likable. She's a likeable. fucking idiot. Okay. No, she really she wasn't that She needs to smack across the face. So how did you get through reading it then? Like how? Painfully. It was sort of, it was sort of entertaining to a point where it, I did want to keep reading it just to see how it would play out. Yeah, it was just kind of like, what the fuck is this? But it was a shit show from beginning to end. Yeah. Utterly a shit show. Well, it was also filled with just pointless, pointless, like, details. Like, oh, like, Douglas took Nicholas to the barber to get his hair cut. And then... Yeah, like she took other... him to the dentist because mm-hmm. he had dental problems. And then <laughs> they went to get tea at a tea shop. And then <laughs> da, 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 I da, will da. say that I think some of those were like pages and pages <laughs> yes. and pages. Skim. And I was like some of the instances, I will say, though, were, I feel like, part of their development of, like, their little romantic relationship. However, you could probably cut about half of this book out and you would still get the gist of everything it's going on. It's so long, dude. Yeah. That's what it's she said. so long. Well. 
Is it though? Not as long as the alien guy. <laughs> we didn't oh, get a description of... as long and no uh thing at no the end. No nobbies. No knob no. at the end of the Yeah, aka boring. <laughs> AKA um, D minus. Also Tell me about Okay, go. Also, Nicholas back in his day was quite the sex icon, apparently. I was just about to say, tell me about the sex. Yes. Yeah, so, um. Is there sex in this book? Yes. Barely. Oh. But it's not even like. <laughs> Bailey was like, <laughs> Bailey was like, yes, and it was gross. And Emily, your face was like, not as much as I would have wanted. <laughs> well, it's not even well written. <laughs> I mean, come on. Because she's just like, so demure. And he's just. Yeah. He's he's Nicholas, Sir Nicholas. So uh, okay, basically, he's very rough. Yeah, well, violent. The, the men of that day, though, that was probably to be expected. Was there consensual sex in this? Yes. Yeah. Or was there non-consensual? Yes, it no, was it's consensual. all consensual. Um, because he wouldn't he wouldn't touch her without like. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he was a little uh-huh. weird about the whole. Well, the first whole thing of in all. General. Because okay, the way the way that he fell for her first, and then it was just like he wouldn't let himself do anything with her or even kiss her, and he was so weird about even touching her. And I was like, and then she's falling in love with him too, and she thinks that he's like absolutely disgusted with her. She thinks that he thinks that he finds her disgusting, pretty mm-hmm. much if that made any sort of sense. And that's, like, not it at all. But every time he tries to, like, deflect against them getting even, like, the slightest bit intimate, he he makes an ass of himself, of, of himself, and says just, like, the weirdest stuff that is actually, like, pretty demeaning. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe if you were really, like, in love with this girl, you really wouldn't be saying these kind of things that you're saying mm-hmm, to yeah. her and about her. Right. So, um... Mm, how interesting, you know? <laughs> how interesting. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, like they're learning about like the history of this guy because it's modern day at that point and they know how he died in the past and what he was known as and Right, so it kind of becomes like a mystery. Yes. Wait, he's a ghost? No. no. Well, in a way kind of. <laughs> in a way kind of because they're trying to because figure he, out Right, they're trying so Wait. Nicholas was guilty what? of treason. Yeah in his in his life and he was sentenced to die and mm-hmm. be beheaded yes because of his treason but he didn't but he actually was... commit treason so they're trying to clear his name and he but... was murdered okay. two day like 3 days before his yeah tri- uh before his like beheading was supposed to take place the official so in a way a he was attack. kind of a ghost yeah but he but not really because he time traveled yeah. before he was murdered yes so no, I when know. He, I yeah, know. when he time traveled, he was writing a letter to his mother to try to get like his mother to petition to get him like out of treason. Okay. So that's when he time traveled. And there and... were some people planning to murder him? Yes. But he never got right, murdered. Right, so it's like so... a fucking murder mystery, dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. But what basi- is this book? Basically, I, <laughs> I guess Queen Elizabeth had something against people creating coups, and he okay. was sending people to his land in, like, Scotland or something like that just to, like, protect the land and make sure that it was safe. Well, I guess word got back to Queen Elizabeth, and his soldiers that were being sent to Scotland were then told back to her that he was starting a coup against her 
starting in Scotland or something like that. Yeah. And so that's why he got the charges for treason, even though it wasn't anything to do with that at all. And one that of was, his... so, so it was all during like the Queen Elizabeth, Bloody Mary, yeah. the yep. back and forth. Yep. Of all they of thought that, they thought that the... he was supporting. Okay. Yeah, he thought all he. Right. They thought that he was supporting Mary Queen of Scots. Got it. Okay. And he was not. Apparently, he was quite loyal to his queen oh. and, <laughs> and worshipped the ground she walked on practically. But yeah. All right. But he gets all of his um, all of his sex cred. <laughs> from him fucking his best friend's wife and getting her pregnant. Ooh. And they have a table in the museum, the table that they fucked wow. on. And that's what he's known for, even though apparently he was trying to be known for, like, literature and starting, like, a schoolhouse and, like, all these other things that... Even though he's known for being a sleaze. Yeah. Yeah. A plus man. And he's, and he's so upset about it that he has to go back in time and change the history. And he's like, I don't understand how, how none of the things that I did were ev ever even recognized. And all I'm recognized as is somebody who just has a bunch of sex with women. And I'm like, bruh, because you did have a bunch of sex with random women. Because you're a fucking... Yeah. Because when Douglas goes back in time, <laughs> well, he's, he's fucking around. Nicholas doesn't even remember Douglas when she ends up going back in time. Oh. To his... Well, it's like how many? Ten years before he was supposed to be executed? Five years, I Oh, think. wait a minute. Yeah. So they don't go back in time together? No. no. Okay, he, so... Yeah. I am so confused. This is quite a confusing I mean, book. Like, it's I, I'm so not annoying. I'm not confused. Like, I, not like I don't get the plot. I just don't... I'm confused because I don't understand why it was written that there, way. There are so many because different things stupid. going on. Yeah. Jude Devereaux smack her across the face. Well, okay. Why did you even write this? It's it's Devereaux. the beloved New York Times bestseller, and apparently she has multiple bestsellers as well. Dude, interesting. I don't get it. Literally, like... I don't get it. Like, look there, at this. How is there a fixation on this? Yeah, she's written, like, yeah. upwards of, what, 30 books? Maybe I remember, more. I remember, like, her Dan and Danielle Steele, like, I remember seeing those Danielle in Steele, the... Danielle Steele, I recognize that name. Like, in I the grocery stores and Danielle stuff. Danielle Steele. Yeah. Like, I, I remember seeing those books and stuff. And I, honestly, I think back, like, that is, again, this is just might be my, like, child view of it. But, like, I think that's just what was published for women back yeah. then. Like, that's... Well, you there know, and the, too, and the but, Daily Herald obviously. from Chicago saying enchanting and extraordinary... <laughs> You're wrong. You. You're wrong. <laughs> You're fucking wrong. Well, was that a man from the 1980s? Because probably <laughs> because he would think it is enchanting. Also and extraordinary. called rare and simply delightful, yeah. poignant and sensual. Ew. A very attractive hero. A lot of charm. Ew. Like no, no, he doesn't. Like they sure, called maybe... it poignant. Like what? Yeah. Like that's disgusting. But in the 80s, they probably were that like, this is, really uncomfortable. "This is groundbreaking. This is groundbreaking. This is class. This is." the yeah. this is top tier no so to i guess to to like bring it bring it back to douglas and her yes. perspective and her character yeah she is like i think such a huge theme in this in this book is her ability to settle <laughs> Yeah. As a person. As a woman. Yeah. She settles so much. Yeah. Yeah. And she's willing to do anything to get with a man and to be with a guy. And she has such horrible self-esteem. And it's terrible. Yeah. And the fact that women read this and thought that, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I want is yeah. honestly 
depressing. Yeah. It's depressing. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because, yeah. first of all, like, the th- I mean, another theme is obviously the damsel in distress. Like, yeah. women are seen as mm-hmm. meek. Women are seen as meek yeah. and weak. And, like, oh, like, I can't do anything. In, in oh. need of saving, yes. Yeah, I need a savior. But, like, th- in the beginning, d- Douglas is constantly, like, Oh, yeah, Robert screwed me over. But, like, I just need him back. Yeah. And I, I need him back him. and I love him. It's okay. Even though he left with my money and my passport and he, you know. She I'm, said that she was going to apologize to him for, for messing up. Yeah. As if she did something wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. And when what led up to the escalation was, what was it, like, the his daughter went outside, uh, Robert's daughter went outside because they were in, like, that chapel area. Mm-hmm. And then she started just talking so much shit to Douglas to then which, did Douglas, like, shove her? No. Doug, no. Douglas. <laughs> I'm remembering things wrong. <laughs> my bad. No. No. <laughs> Maybe I'm just letting out my violent thoughts. <laughs> no, what happened was is Douglas walked away from Gloria, who's the little kid. Okay. And... Gloria then started walking towards Douglas and fell and scraped her elbow. Mm-hmm. And then... But then she told her dad that she She told her. her dad. Well, Robert walked out. And yeah. He's like, what's going on here? Yeah. She told her dad that that uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Douglas shoved her. And obviously Robert believed Gloria. Yeah. And then they left with... Uh, Douglas's purse. Yes. And that's when Douglas oh. cries on the thing on the fucking tombstone and that's when the knight in shining armor appears. But then mm-hmm. after all of that, she's still like, "Oh, I can still get Robert back, you know. I can still do this, I can still do that. I can still make him love me. I can still make him love me, you know, blah 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 blah." And she still feels that way. And then when Nicholas you know, flash forward to when Nicholas is, like, kind of, you know, he's rejecting her. Mm-hmm. And he's being, you know, a little fucking dick. She is so desperate for him to love her mm-hmm. that she goes out of her way to try to seduce him in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. She's, like, riding a bicycle in a dress and, like, with heels. With heels and <laughs> like stilettos i'm like girl get your ass home and and she like goes to the point of where she like gets lingerie and she's like basically throwing herself at him and then he doesn't touch her and then she starts fucking crying and she's like why don't you want me like why why won't you why do you think i'm that repulsive like, i'm pretty sure won't she you, did call herself repulsive yeah, and like, I was why like, won't you Ugh. touch me like why don't you want to like you know love me or whatever it was the most yeah. disgusting, like, portrayal. First of yeah. all, not only was it sad, it was so gross. Yeah. And because the, then, of course, he gives in. Yeah. And they, they have bone. sex. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck this book. Fuck you, Douglas. Yeah. Fuck you, Nicholas. And fuck this book. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. I think, as you were talking, I was thinking, I don't think it could be overstated here how much the conversation about mental health has changed 
in that, like, if this book were to be written today, like, the main character would be like, hi, I'm Douglas, <laughs> and I have this, this, I have, I have this disorder, and this disorder, mm-hmm, and sometimes, yeah. like, there'd be yeah. more of a, there'd be more of a, like, unearthing of, like, okay, well, if, if, if that is the way your brain functions, how does that show up in your relationships? Yeah, and then right. the whole story would be more like that. Whereas in the 1980s, you were just a, a nut. Like, you were just, mm-hmm. you she's, were just a crazy yeah. First person. of all, and she's internalizing, it, sorry, I don't know why out of the corner of my eye I thought I saw somebody. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, That would be terrifying. She, she's just, like, internalizing everything. There's so mm-hmm. much internalized self-hatred there, too. Yeah. That I'm like, yeah. girl, you just, you need to work on yourself before yeah. you find a goddamn man. Because this is getting yeah. scary with how much you hate yourself. Right. Well, it's it's not even just her and her own insecurities yeah, and self-doubts. Think... But it's also him. He's being yes. manipulative. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's, like, dangling sex like a fucking carrot. Mm-hmm. And, like, waiting for her to literally be like begging him for mm-hmm. then to finally give in. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. Like, fuck you. Like, he's doing her yep. a favor or like, something. Uh, like, uh, again, like, I'll be the savior. Like, okay, you want me to touch you and you're begging me? Okay, fine. I'll do it mm-hmm. out of the goodness of my heart because I'm such a good man. No. Fuck you. Let me <laughs> chop off your dick. <laughs> I. We should have a running fuck, <laughs> fuck you count for Bailey. I literally... <laughs> I, I cannot. I'm sorry. I don't swear it's this a, often. It's just when I it's get okay. mad about this. The anger of this book. <laughs> it's just about this book. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to think like, okay, what were movies in the 1980s? I'm like, what were romantic movies in the 1980s? And like, they were all terrible. Like, I look mm. at these and I'm like, even the ones that people really loved. I mean. I remember watching them and being like, that is an objectively terrible movie. I mean, even Nicholas, like, he continually, not only after. After, so they have sex. Nicholas goes back in time. He goes back to his original time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Douglas is sad. You know, she's like, yeah, uh, whatever. She's asking around everywhere yeah. about. Do, do you remember seeing me with this man? <laughs> do you recognize this man? And I'm like, what, girl? After the first right, couple, because no one else remembers. Him. Yeah, because after yeah, everybody yeah, completely, he completely forgot that he was there. Nobody remember his, remembers him at all except Robert actually remembers her being with somebody because at one point he ends up coming to Douglas to drop her things off, but mainly because he wanted his daughter's bracelet back because her bracelet fell off during the altercation. That but he also wants her back. <laughs> yeah. And he says, like, what does he fucking say? He says something like, he says some offhanded shit that I'm like, that is the worst possible way that you could probably try to get your girl back. Uh, well, he basically says... But it worked probably, right? <laughs> no, it didn't. No, but actually, he, surprisingly. He basically was like, um, you know, uh, I'll forgive you. Yeah, I'll forgive you for what you did. For what you did. Yeah. And we can go back to this trip and... The amount you know, of manipulation in this book... As somebody, like, as a person myself who's been in so many, like, been around so many manipulative fucking people, Mm -hmm. this is such a trigger for me. Yeah. Like, Mm. I... I can see that. I can see how that would... Yeah. The... the, This book has... Was evoked so much visceral hatred (laughs) in me that I just was like... (sighs) I just wanted to jump through the book Mm -hmm. and, like... Choke her out. Like, just... Choke these people out. Yeah. 
smack yeah. her and bring cool. her to the future and be like and after yeah sorry <laughs> no go that's ahead. okay sorry. no that's okay no go ahead after she even like declined like robert's offer of him taking her back and she, after she declined it he was like well you know you probably weren't gonna inherit that much money anyways or something stupid yeah. like that he like brought up the fact that he oh. was pretty much dating and wanted to marry her for her money and i was like you know what even mm-hmm. that didn't really nail the coffin in the head for her with mm-hmm. their relationship either, because she still thought about it afterwards. Yeah. Did you just say nail the coffin in the head? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was okay. Just, I, yeah. was, I was picturing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nail, nail. Yeah. Put the nail in the coffin. Yeah, yeah. You what? know. You, you know, you just combine. Yeah, you combine. I, I combined Hit it the all nail the on the head and the, yeah. It's, it's no big deal. It's, it's fine. Last nail in the coffin. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're supposed to you know. say. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. I think. Uh, honestly, th- this conversation, it actually kind of. I know you're very irritated by the book, but it actually is kind of really nice to hear <laughs> that, like, a generation or two behind me, that the women who are coming up are like, fuck this shit. Yeah, like, because yeah. I think for even people my age, like, I'm. I'm about 20 years, I'm 20 years older than both of you. I've been married for long, longer than both of you almost have been alive. That's <laughs> but like surprises me. You have such a young heart, Kristen. You do. <laughs> you really... I think I worked with middle schoolers for too long. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sense of humor of a 14-year-old boy, but. I love that. Uh, yeah, I do too. Um, but yeah, I think like it makes me feel really good to be like that. Like there's young women who are like looking around at the boys and men around them and being like, "Do better, assholes!" Yeah. Like, no, we're not taking this shit because like no. even for us and even for me, I think in the '80s and '90s when I was like when I was a teenager in the '90s, it's still it still reeked of a lot of 1980s mm. like. Uh, ideas of how you should behave and yeah yeah, like just the treatment you should expect from someone of the opposite sex and i do think that that has changed a good bit not 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 that everything is like great but yeah no it's not i think it's but but like that you can sit here and be like this book is fucked up in all of these ways and all of those ways are actually truly fucked up and and actually and also truly are things that you see in real life that Mm -hmm. you're like no i don't want that for myself no i don't want that for me i don't want that for anyone that i would care about i don't like because back then even in the 80s it was still like get married find find a man get married put up with his stuff you you know like it was still very much that mentality i don't have the bandwidth for that bullshit yeah but that's what yeah Yeah. that's what i mean like that's yeah yeah. (laughs) i mean i do want to say i think it's okay to want that for yourself like oh I want to get married I don't necessarily want that for myself I don't know if I want to get married in the future doesn't it's not about me but I'm just saying but that shouldn't be your life goal but like if that's your only goal in life Mm -hmm. exactly like if that's your only goal in life that's I don't know about that well I mean I know a lot of people from high school like that but we're not gonna talk about it yeah dude (laughs) Yeah. Well, like, if it's, if it's your only life goal to, like, get married and have children, like... You should want more for yourself. You're better than that. I think... Well, <laughs> I, th- I think it can go a lot of different ways. I don't think... I think that's a perfectly valid thing to want for yourself. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But I think... Uh, yeah, this is going into a whole other... This is going into a whole other conversation. <laughs> this is a I don't deep think conversation. You know, I don't think you know yourself well enough. Right, at, Like, exactly. 19, 20, even... No, oh, wait, thank you. Exactly. I wait got married until at your you're, age. like... 
Yeah. And I was lucky enough that like it's not going to make a difference if you if you get married mm-hmm. at 21 versus 29 like if you're still going to be with that person yeah. you're still going to be with that person so I don't see what the difference marriage really makes besides well, maybe insurance but even then I think well I think a couple things number one I think since this book has been published women now not always and it's still not great but you can have a professional life and you can yeah. do that mm-hmm. back then it was way less heard of and way more difficult to do and now it's more more of a realistic future for a girl to say, I want to grow up and I want to do this. And if she decides to do that and live on her own, yeah. her own the rest of her life, she can. And that's more normalized now. And back yeah. then it wasn't. And then See, secondly... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and then secondly, I feel like um, if you want to get married and have kids, that's great. But just be really careful who, who you, you choose, choose. Yes. to do that yeah, with. Yeah, I agree. Like, I got married at a really early age, but I'm lucky like the person yeah. i married yeah. is a good person a mm-hmm. good person who both of us have changed drastically since we got married but we've changed together, together. yep instead and of we've and worked on it together mm-hmm. and he has never been anything other than respectful and supportive of me in everything so like which a goal you right know? <laughs> so like if you are going to if that is your goal pick a good person and yep. i, I yeah. think not many people at a young age know enough about no. themselves or anyone else to pick a good person at a young age, although people do get lucky. Um, but I also think it's perfectly valid to say you never want to. Like, yeah. yeah. That's also great. Like, if, if you do want to make it your life goal, treat it like you would your career. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't I just agree. jump into a marriage because the person's <laughs> hot or because you've been together since you were 15 yeah. or whatever. Like, because you're afraid of being alone. Or because you're yeah. afraid of being alone. That's yeah. a yes. huge one. Yeah. And People I remember are girls so afraid of being alone. Right. And I remember girls in school who like being even alone in is high school. Fucking awesome, dude. I, I it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> it never happens, but it's one of my favorite things. Um but like yeah, I remember girls. Are you in, like no. You don't like it. It's kinda awful, but like <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, I've been single for like pretty much my entire twenty three years of life. So I mean Given the dating pool options, yeah, am I happier to be single than dating somebody right now? Than <laughs> the dating pool yeah. Um, because I'm sorry, but a lot of the men our age do have to step it up. I They're think that, the worst. I think that women... <laughs> I think that the, yeah. a big cultural shift is that women now have higher expectations and men are, like, yeah. trying Trash. so hard to keep up. <laughs> there, there's one to our <laughs> Some of them are trying hard to keep up, but even then, it's just, yeah. like, it's not enough give, if that makes sense. Sorry, yeah. this is, like, getting into a whole different conversation <laughs> here, guys. No, but I think it's but a good, I think, I think I mean, it's something I, valid yeah. and relating to the book. This book has really brought out yeah. some deep shit. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, while yeah. I think it would be great to be in a relationship, I also acknowledge the fact that I'm moving soon. And, and um, you know, just the fact that if I'm going to be treated like shit, I'd rather be alone than be treated like shit. Yeah. And exactly. Just, yeah. Because yeah. that's, that's kind of the options right now is being yeah. treated like shit. And I exactly. don't... Yeah. I I'm think, not down for that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm... I think part of the benefit of reading books like this or reading romance in general is kind of thinking about the lessons... of okay like what am I worth like Mm -hmm. what like 
what am I willing to take mm-hmm. kind of thing? Because I'm not willing to take any of this yeah. no, if, in this book. If and anything, nobody should. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's- like, this is an awful romance. This is, like, an awful example of a romance, I feel, because so many romances have given me such high expectations of what <clears throat> to expect out of a relationship because I know how I can be treated. <laughs> Were those romances written after 2000? Four. Yes. Okay. Then yep. that's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they've 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 boosted my expectations in a relationship, but and some people might think the high expectations aren't good, but I think that they're great because then you're not going to settle for something that's yeah. trash like Nicholas. Yeah. yeah. Um, that'd, be, that'd be a good book to read so that you could like pick out all the things that you're like. Yeah. Nobody should have put a, should put up with that, and then you can like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is like your, this is your cautionary romance yeah, tale. it's like a litmus test. Like, if anyone, if you're dating anyone and they come out as either a Robert or a Nicholas. Yeah. No. no. Well, another no. thing from this book that I also wanted to highlight, because I think this is a huge red flag, and that so many women settle for, mm-hmm. is, like, in this book, Nicholas, who is, you know, obviously the one that Douglas is in love with at the end, the knight in shining armor, he you know, is known for being a sleaze. He's known for sleeping around. And he is constantly, you know, looking at other women. He's constantly Mm -hmm. being, like, skeezy. And even, even when he obviously is supposedly in love with Douglas, he says, you know, you can't put a beautiful woman in front of me and expect me not to act yeah. That was such a typical thing to say in the 1980s. That was so, that's such a normal. But, I mean, even if it was typical, mm-hmm. that's still a lesson. That's disgusting. Yeah. Like, for mm-hmm. men nowadays, mm-hmm. for for men back then, for men now, for men in the future, mm-hmm. that is never okay. Yeah. Like, I don't care if she's the most beautiful woman in the world versus the most stereotypically ugly woman in the world. Mm-hmm. We are not objects for you. We are not objects for you. Yeah, we are human beings. You can look at us like human beings. And Mm -hmm. also, if you're in a monogamous relationship with someone and or if you love someone, you're not fucking doing shit with someone else and then claiming to love Mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Fuck you. Take your shit and leave. Mm -hmm. On that note, (laughs) Um, continue. Yeah. So at one point, you know, Douglas goes back in time and she's in Nicholas's time. And, you know, after a while, he finally does kind of believe her because, you know, at that point when they go back in time, he doesn't remember anything of what happened with them in the present time in the 80s, whatever. Mm -hmm. He doesn't remember any of that. So, you know, after he kind of finally like believes her and whatnot, and he's growing attached to her and he wants her to stay in his time. Yeah, he wants her to stay in his time, and she's kind of down for it, basically. She doesn't want to leave. She keeps getting so upset over it and crying over it. Like, having to go back to the 1980s? She doesn't want to? Yeah, she doesn't want to. She wants to stay with Nicholas. Well, Nicholas, and she does know that Nicholas ends up getting married in his time. He does end up getting married to somebody, and it's not, like, a lovable marriage at all, and Mm -hmm. she kind of does tell him that, and he kind of did expect that. He Mm -hmm. was planning on kind of still fucking around while he was married, which in the 80s they learned that that was, like, the history. Like, he was, like, fucking around while he was married, that kind of thing. Basically, he says to Douglas, 
I still need to marry this girl, but you can be my side hoe. <laughs> Not in those words, obviously, but basically that was the that premise was the... of what he told her. He yeah. was like, mm-hmm. I, I can't marry you in place of this other girl, but you can still, we can still have mm-hmm. it on the side. And I was like, absolutely fucking not, Douglas. And she's so willing to, like, fall oh, for it. Oh, she would do it. Because, yes. like, to him, that was probably normal. Because historically yeah. speaking, that was what well, dudes I mean, did. Well, I mean, she did... But for her... She I... did try to, like, fight him on it. Like, <laughs> and he did try to, like, talk to his mom about getting out of the marriage and that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. But the mom wasn't going for it. And I believe at one point he told Douglas that he wasn't going to marry this other girl. But then that would have changed history too much. Right. Yeah. And, oh, man. and she was, like, still, like... I don't really want that for myself, but if it means I still get to have you, I guess I'll make that compromise. No. And I was like, homegirl, you know what? We're just, we're, you know, I don't, I don't even know where to begin with you (laughs) with any of this. And it was just a very painful way to do things. But then because she had told him that them... When they were, when they decided to bone in the 80s, and that's what brought him back into time, they were deciding to hold it off. And she's like, well, how am I going to be your side hoe if we can't even do bone. anything? And, you know, you know, have like a <laughs> pretty much a relationship. Yes. Okay. Because the boning the is the portal. Well, he's like, you know what? It's not going to happen. It's fine. So, so then they eventually end up boning and she goes back into present time and he's not there. Well, guess what happens? Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, so they're, hold on, oh, yes, I want to know what happens, but let me just wrap my head around this. Yeah. So they're back in the Elizabethan era. Yes. Mm-hmm. He says, I have to marry this person that historically I'm going to marry, mm-hmm. but yep. essentially you can be my, like, um, whatever Side they hoe. called them. Yeah, but they had, like, there was, like, a name for them back then. That, yeah, like, they were, like, their mis- yeah, like a, a mistress, but it was a, um, what is that word? It's like... Con- not concubine. It was like yeah, a... Yeah, they did use the word concubine was, in this. Yeah, it's, oh, did they? Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure they did. they did. So, yeah, kind of like that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, so, there, and she was considering it. Mm-hmm. But then realized that we can't, we can't really, because if we ever have sex again, then we're going to travel back in time again yep. anyway. So I would stay back in time to be with you, but never actually be able to mm-hmm. have sex with you. And he was like, well, that's just, that was the breaks. Like, that's the rules of time travel. Yep. And then, <laughs> but then, like, they, she just can't help herself and they have sex and she goes back yeah. and he to doesn't. the 1980s and he doesn't. Well, okay. Yeah, they were just like, well, let's just, he's like, well, how will we know if we ever, like, don't try it? He's like, so let's just, let's, let's have let's sex. Bang and out. see if you'll go back in time or not. <laughs> right. Oh, that is such a high school bo- boy line kind oh, yeah. of. Yeah. Of like, I just really want to have sex and I could give a shit what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of really want to. <laughs> I kind of really just want to get off in this yes. moment. Yeah, and exactly. Like, whatever. And she's yeah, like, well, okay. and she's, she's getting mad about him going <laughs> okay. off and hooking yeah. up with all these other girls. And I'm like, girl, you realize that the man that you were with is a sleaze and yeah. he's going to continue to be that, especially when he doesn't know who the hell you are. Especially when you leave. And yeah. Then, but then she's like, okay, I don't know. Let's try it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just do. And she goes back to the eighties. Yep. She goes back to the eighties. And, and... and then what happens? I don't know. Does he come back to the 80s? No! Does she marry Robert? No. No. She dies. No. I wish. Wait, let me keep guessing. <laughs> she masturbates and goes back in time again. <laughs> <laughs> if only it worked that way. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I don't know. What happens? <laughs> she she's looking around for him for a little while and then decides to get on her flight back home and um she meets one of his ancestors. Oh fuck off. Really? Yeah. How does she know it's one of his ancestors? Mm-hmm. Like how would so, you know that in present when day? Was, when she was back in time, Nicholas had a portrait made of mm-hmm. her. A tiny one. A tiny portrait made of her that survived all of those years. Okay. And it was never recorded in history. Mm-hmm. And but some dude on her plane had it? Yeah. And then he, he described <sighs> He was a direct like, descendant. Right. Uh, uh-huh. And he had Nicholas's middle name, Charlie. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but he had, was, like, the same oh. hair and eyes, I guess. Oh. And that's why she was like... Colin. She was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. he looks exactly like him. How do I know this man? <laughs> well, I think... Okay. <laughs> okay, well, I think... I think... This How do is, I know this man? I think... She was sobbing on this plane. Absolutely balls to the wall sobbing. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is my theory. <laughs> this is so the annoying. only part she that is. I actually liked in this book. Mm-hmm. Because it was the only part that surprised me. Yes. The ending. Okay. It did okay. surprise me, but I kind of actually hated it. I know you did. Yeah. I know. We texted after, <laughs> and yeah. I said, I actually kind of like the ending, and she was like, I hated it. Yes. And I was like, I laughed. I knew you would hate it. Yeah. But I mean, most people would hate it. Yeah. Because she doesn't end up with fucking Nicholas. The guy, after all of this, she af- doesn't end up with After him. their whole journey's mean... <laughs> Their whole journeys meeting was about love. Yeah, right. It wasn't about correcting Nicholas's name. The whole meaning was about love and him it's finding... It's called a knight in shining armor, yes. okay? Uh-huh. Let them fucking be together and fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay? Without traveling through time. Yeah. Yeah. But no. Like, the ending, I kind of interpreted it as, like, he is a descendant, but... It's like his soul was reborn okay. into this descendant Which, who is Colin. And right. that's why he has the eyes and the same smile. And she smiles because Nicholas had said something um, to her. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was like, my soul will find yours. He said that mm-hmm. to her in when they were together. Yeah. And on the back of the portrait... It said, my soul will find yours. Mm -hmm. And so when she's looking at the portrait, she sees that on the back of the portrait. Mm -hmm. And then when she looks at the guy, she sees his eyes and she sees his smile. And so she smiles back at him and she agrees to have dinner with him. And so it's sort of alluded to the fact that Nicholas Mm -hmm. was reborn into this descendant guy, Colin, who was Nicholas... Colin Stafford was his full name. And so Colin is this guy in present day now is supposedly Nicholas. I just realized that our two books have some similar themes in them. Girl? I know. (laughs) The other book is a lot better though. The other book, I ate that shit up. Okay. I did. I'm on the second book. I need to know though. So like it ends like that and at no point does it give any indication of whether Nicholas's soul learned any lessons about how no. to be a better partner. No, 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 not So it's at very all. possible that he's just, he's, he is just another asshole that she's going to fall in love with. Yep. Like Robert and Nicholas. Yep. I mean, the history changed <laughs> so that Nicholas was, ended up, he, he did end up being remembered as like a scholar and he died like an years architect. after his like original death date. Yeah. An right. architect. Yeah. He did have that like school built. And he didn't, he didn't remarry. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, he didn't marry then. No, he didn't. I couldn't remember that. Yeah. It's huh. been like a month maybe since I've read this. Yeah, no, he didn't he didn't get married. Yeah. Doesn't mean he had a he didn't, you know, hope. Well, he around. had to have descendants. Oh yeah. Yeah. That knew that he was well, their father. His, his he had one descendant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, to a previous girl that he was was were they engaged? I think they may have been engaged. And she died. No, she died during childbirth. Yeah, she died during mm. childbirth. Yeah. And, but oh. then when, after Douglas left, he never got married. No. Oh. And he stayed single. A slightly redeeming quality. But Douglas pretty much taught him to actually look after his son because Nicholas didn't pretty much do anything with the son. Oh. And then I guess with Douglas. Yeah, she's like, this is a child. You have to take care of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, all the house servants and stuff would take care of, yeah. I guess, like the kids. And that was common practice back then. But she's like, no, like actually spend time with like mm-hmm. your, your child. Right. This is going to be like the only kid that you do end up having. Family. And, you know, it's going to be your yeah. heir or whatever. Because Nicholas's brother dies, which makes him Duke. And yeah. then, you know. Right. But if you actually think about it, like. Well, Nicholas's brother didn't die then, actually. Yeah, Nicholas's brother didn't die. Douglas saved saved his life, yeah. But if you think about it, it's actually tragic because Nicholas lives out his entire fucking life without, Mm quote-unquote, the love of his life. Yearning after her. Like, the Mm -hmm. story is just trash. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and, like, when she she meets Nicholas to send it on the plane, he's like... I remember picking up this portrait as a kid, and I've been in love with this woman ever since. And he's like, you look exactly like her. <laughs> and I'm like... Mm. Yeah, so does she, <laughs> does she tell him at dinner why she looks like her? No, no, that's it. You don't know, you it don't know anything yeah. after she agrees to go to dinner it, with him. Yeah, it ends with just, like, her saying, okay. I'll go to dinner with you. Then tell yeah. me what you think. Did she tell him? She probably told no. him eventually, and I think. And did he think she was crazy and immediately run away, which he should have? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think she would have told him eventually, but it probably would have been, like, after they were married years down the line. She would have been like, I used to be in love with your great, 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 great grandfather. Or do you, maybe they would have remembered each other. Maybe he would have yeah. some weird, like, deja vu. Oh, yeah, moment. that is true. If that's the guy's soul. Maybe, maybe he would remember when they were having sex. Ew. Ew. That- I don't He'd know be how like, I feel about that. It'd be like the Deja Vu song from Olivia Rodrigo. I don't know. That. <laughs> do you get Deja Vu? Hey, why do I have a memory of us, of us screwing from like, what, what was that, like the but 15th century? I thought your century? head was over here. <laughs> why is there straw in the background and candles everywhere? 16th century. Yeah. Because like 1500s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 16, 16th century, 17th century. Yeah. I'm bad with history, I'll be honest. So am I. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, I... I give this book a solid negative one okay. out of ten. All right. Actually, a I one... mean, that's pretty impressive. You've read it. I can't believe you I, I read say, it the whole I book. I say a one out of ten. I'll give okay. it, yeah, I was going to say, I'll give it a one for, like, the occasional moment where I was I like, I actually okay. laughed out loud a couple of times yeah. because I thought it was laughable. Oh, like, genuinely funny or, like, written so badly that it was... Funny. written so badly that oh. it was funny yeah which sometimes is there were fun. there were some moments where i caught myself smiling a little bit because i was like oh this is like kind of cute, cute. yeah, yeah. I but other than that <laughs> yeah because typically typically if it's a good romance book i am flying through it Me too. giggling like up a storm cheesing so hard can't like imagining i imagine myself 
in the romance books that I read. Me too. Typically. And the fact that I could not even do that with this. Yeah. That says something. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. And well, based on how you describe it, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. too, that you couldn't put yourself in it because yeah. how could you? Yes. Right. You really can't. Also, okay, on the cover of this book, they have a woman with, like, brown hair, whatever, like, kind of tannish skin. She's a freaking ginger, bro. She's a ginger in the story with, like, curly hair. She's very pale with a bunch of freckles. Yeah. And And that makes it look like it takes place in, like, a Tuscan villa or something. In Italy. Like, none of that looks misleading. Very misleading. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't look like it would take place in England or in the 1980s or in the the 17th century. Wrong. And that's all I'll say about that. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I like it. Because I was picturing her as, like, a brown-haired girl, and then she's like, my auburn hair. And I know. I like, Why the fuck do they always, like, do that? I don't know. I'm like, let us brown-haired girls have some goddamn representation. <laughs> they always make them redheads. They do. In romance books. Yes. Especially older ones. that I, I've noticed that, at yeah. least. Like, they're always gingers, and I don't know what the fascination is. And all right, <laughs> to the ginger community out there, my younger brother is a part of it. And no hate to y'all. I know. But gingers like, are beautiful people. They Thank you. <laughs> they are. Bobby's a bit, you know, devilish, but that's, he's my brother. Oh, your brother. <laughs> I have a friend, my friend, I have a friend from grad school. Amy, what's up? <laughs> she has, like, a vendetta against redheads. Like, she just, <laughs> she thinks she's, she's, like, they're the, like, just because she's, like, they're just so angry, and they, everything. Oh, my God, that's they so are. funny. She is, and I'm like, I'm, like, I can't argue with you. I'm not, like, I agree with you, yeah. kind of. Like, having grown up as sort of one in the community, as <laughs> having, you know, sibling, or, like, you know, I have family, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're, we're a feisty bunch. I think our coworker Lindsay would agree with that. Yeah, she's a redhead. Yeah. you just she's are. She's a ginger. Yeah, she's a beauty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's true. That's not really fair. Most brunettes get called like mousy brown hair. She has mousy brown yeah. hair that she just wants to be any other color. And I remember thinking, I remember mousy as a kid, brown hair. I always wanted. Yeah, have you I, ever read that? I oh, read really? that so often. No. That's it's like a, I've remembered. That's a, I've always been like an in between brown and blonde. Yeah, that's always been me. I've always heard the mousy brown hair thing. They're I've like, always heard the blonde. Oh, the women with the brown yeah. hair and the glasses, and they're so ugly. And <gasps> blah blah blah. Well, yeah. Like if you watch, um, do you ever see the, She's All That? Yeah. Like any of those yeah. movies where it's like that she takes her glasses off and her brown, she gets a haircut. And oh her my glass, god! Or, her or she dyes her hair. Yeah. And her, her hair, her brown hair, is all of a sudden magical. And beautiful, and she takes her glasses off, and I was like, "Oh my god, she's hot!" Mm-hmm. And she was obviously hot beforehand too. Yeah, but she just had glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> glasses. <laughs> I think I look weird without my glasses. My daughter tells me that I look better with my glasses on. Every time I take my glasses off, which is not, I wear them pretty much all day, every day. I'll take them off. She goes, "Mommy, you look better with your glasses on," and I'm like, "Thanks, <laughs> thanks. thank you for that input. Thank you for your honesty. <laughs> thanks." Yeah. I mean, my brother told me that I looked better with my braces on after I got them off, so. <laughs> Maybe your brother is mean. What the heck? Yeah, brother. I have two, don't listen to yeah, I have two brothers, but that was the ginger brother that said that. So. <laughs> well, it's not looking good. Gingers. <laughs> gingers. <laughs> Goddamn gingers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. 
Anyway, no. yeah. So this book, this book was not okay. one out of ten. Yeah, you know, one they can't out of all ten. Be winners, yeah. but I'm I, honestly happy that we read it. Yeah. Thank you, Sam. Our yes, thank our you, boss Sam. I honestly did it. try to give it a chance. If you're listening to this, I really did try to give it a chance. I wasn't trying to shit on it from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. She was like, no. She was so excited because she and I were talking about this at work. Oh, like whatever. Last time mm-hmm. we were together, and we were talking about this, and she goes, "I cannot wait to hear their conversation." <laughs> she's fully anticipating. Like exactly how yeah. this conversation went. That's how she was. She's like, I cannot wait. She's like, it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I can't wait. I know. Either. I've been really excited to talk about it. Honestly, it's it. Uh, yeah. No, it it's... reminds me a lot of like my early like childhood. My like mm-hmm. early childhood. TV shows, movies, moms, just you know, yeah, moms at school, teachers. God, the amount of teachers with it, blue eye shadow. It disturbs me. <laughs> it disturbs me that. I feel like the mentality in this book is honestly still occurring. Oh, oh yeah. In, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still occurring in a lot of, like, you know, older women and, yeah. I mean, and some younger women and a lot in, like, you know, conservative and, like, more sure. religious, probably, communities. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Growing from... Yeah. <laughs> as somebody who grew up in a pretty religious area i'm not saying that my school was like religious affiliated based all that kind of stuff but yeah Mm -hmm. like the fact that i know so many girls from my high school and if you're hearing this um it's not about you but maybe (laughs) Um, you're not the one we're talking about but you might be but the way that the way that so many girls from my high school would just settle within the dating pool of my high school and um, I'm not going to name drop it because it doesn't deserve the cred, but like... <laughs> but fuck you. Yeah, but, you know, it it just is astounding to me the way that girls will just drop and do anything for a man and the fact that that is still very much a thing today. Yeah. I, I'm sure there are some circumstances where the whole drop and do whatever is understandable because if your partner's doing that for you, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 But if you're doing all the things for your partner and not getting any respect or thanks out of it. Mm. I think it's so hard because I, I think back to like being in high school, being 15, 16, 17. Yeah. And when you do first start dating, like I think of the first boyfriend I had and like, I, God, I, yeah, I would have dropped anything. Yeah. If he and was like, do you're... you want to go do this? Do you want to go or whatever? Mm-hmm. Or you, you want to come over? You want to do like, yeah, absolutely. I would. I Yes. And they're just happy to please them. Right. But the bad part is, is that you're both, well, you should both be. If one of you is way older, then that's a problem in itself. But, like, you, you're both just dumb teenagers. Yeah. Like, you don't know. And they don't know they're being dicks. And you don't know you're being overly accommodating yeah. sometimes because you just want them to like you. Mm-hmm. And... But that in itself, you know what I mean? Like, that's just not great. And it's not a great place to start a relationship off that ends up being, like, a lifelong relationship. Because then you just, it just becomes expected that you will drop whatever you're doing at any time. And despite what you may think at 15, 16, even 18 years old, you don't know shit about life. No. Yeah. I I certainly didn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, your brain's not even nearly fully developed yet. So who you think you might be isn't who you are. And there's just so much that changes yeah. that... And, like, I'm, I'm all for it. Like, do it. Great. Have fun. Date. Yeah. Go nuts. Date as many people as you want. Have sex with as many people as you want. But 
know who you're getting into a serious relationship yeah. with. And you should be figuring out what yeah. you want out of all of that and what you need in a relationship and not just settling. Yeah. yeah. I think well, a lot of it yeah. comes from, you know, generational stuff. Like when, you know, self-esteem issues, they come from, you know, our parents often. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. starting from a very young age. Yeah. And like what our mom, you know, what our parents, are, our parents' self-esteem rubs off on us. Yeah. And then <laughs> who we're surrounded by, that rubs off on us. And as we grow, yeah. it just kind of... It's family systems. Yeah. It, the ever, family <laughs> systems. Yeah. Have you ever studied family systems theory? It's fascinating and yeah. wonderful and I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it rubs off on us. And so then, you know... But, I mean, that's a, a facet of it, but then also our own insecurities of feeling like we weren't enough or feeling oh. like we're not worthy yeah, and stuff like that. And that kind of, like, drive of, like, wanting to be loved and stuff like that mm-hmm. makes us do stupid things. Yeah. And we will settle yeah. and fight for... Things that aren't worth fighting for. Things that aren't worth fighting for will choose to be treated badly. And fights that aren't worthy, like, worthy to have. Yeah. We choose to be treated badly thinking that ultimately that's what we deserve. When in reality, that's not what we deserve. But underneath all of that, that's how we think Mm -hmm. we deserve to be treated. Well, or that you'd rather be treated that way than not be treated but then not yeah. be paid attention to by anyone at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, like, the fear of that, I think, is sometimes the biggest. But Yeah, well, because yeah. it's scary to be alone. And it's scary oh. to not have any attention at all. Yeah. For a lot of people. Well, uh, yeah, we're, I mean, humans, we're like dogs. We're social creatures. Like yeah. You're, I, you can exist alone, and I think some people are better at it than others. But, like, But for no the one, most part, we are meant to exist you're with not other people. To, yeah, you're yeah. not meant to be completely by yourself. We're, we're social creatures. I mean, I That's think especially we, for... We're tribal creatures. <laughs> especially for younger people, like teenagers. I think te- being a teenager is a very... It's a very scary and oh alone yeah. time in, time your, life. in yeah. your life. You and could not pay me any amount of money to go back. And be I a think teenager. adults, no. especially, think you know. There's always this stigma about like, oh well, adults have it so hard, and teenagers, oh, it's so easy to be a teenager, and oh, teenagers are they're so stupid and so naive, and oh, like it's are so. Are you e- kidding me? Being a teenager was the worst time of my life. <laughs> well, I think that's. I think people often feel invalidated in their own pain. Yeah. yeah. And so I think every age there's challenges. Oh, and yeah. I think adults saying, Oh, you don't understand about anything about life and constantly, you know, consistently yeah. invalidating their children and invalidating teenagers and validating um twenty year olds. Yeah. And um saying you don't know anything about life because you're so young yeah and i think that's them trying to validate <laughs> themselves yeah. and say oh like my problems right now are so big and so scary and so awful that you couldn't possibly, that you couldn't possibly understand when in reality all of our problems right. Yes. Are huge yes. and terrifying and big and valid to, and yes. valid to yeah. all of us because 
like a seven-year-old is dealing with something that feels uh-huh. like the end of the world. Mm-hmm. A 16-year-old is dealing with something that feels like the end of the world. An 85-year-old mm-hmm. is dealing with something that feels like the end of the world. Yeah. It's just different perspective. Yeah. And in reality, maybe the 85-year-old, sure, might be on their deathbed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, literally might be on their deathbed. But, like... Yeah. It's it, all, yeah. it doesn't give you the right to no. invalidate yeah. the seven-year-old. No, and I think, honestly, I always feel like adults who do that, um, adults who talk like that and who genuinely believe that... Um, were just emotionally invalidated themselves yes, as children. Absolutely. Well, exactly. But also are people who never Took the time really to grew up either. Like, mm-hmm. they still, to some degree. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think I remember saying that to parents when I worked as a counselor in schools. We'd have kids come in and, you know, they're talking about, you know, their friend doesn't didn't want to play Foursquare with them and it was such a huge deal and blah, blah, blah. And it, you can, as an adult, sit there and be like, oh, my God, why are you talking to me about this? This is such a waste of time. Because some days it does feel like that because in your adult mind, mm-hmm. you're not in that present yeah. moment. You're right. in the next thing you have to do. And the, But meanwhile, the kid, their world is falling apart because their best mm-hmm. friend didn't want to play with them. And, right. that's, and it's the same thing as when you're a 40-year-old woman and your marriage is falling apart. Your best friend doesn't want to play with you anymore. Your best friend doesn't like you anymore. Right. Your best friend, you know what I mean? Like, it's the same. Yeah. It's just, but adults do have a, a yeah. It's partially, I don't know what it is. I don't, yeah. But adults do like to make it seem like everything we do is way harder. Yeah. Than which, what everybody else does, which and, is a bunch of bullshit. Like yeah. it just is. Like life's life's just hard. Life yeah. is just hard. No period. matter what stage you're yeah. at, and exactly. I think I think sometimes we like to invalidate people because it makes our problems feel that much more serious. Yeah. So like the stress level we have about them is validated because your problem is tiny yeah. and yeah. mine is an adult problem. Right. And, and you know. Even when I'm 40 or 60 or whatever, there are going to be 16-year-olds that are going to yeah. be going through so much more shit in life than I probably ever will. Just because oh, that's well, just... Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's just Very how... True. I mean, as shitty as it is, it's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I might not have as much experience in life as, you know, as as a 23-year-old, as, you know, yeah. some of my elders, but that doesn't mean that I haven't gone through shit, too. Right. And that those experiences aren't valid. And I just think that people need yeah. to keep in mind that, you know, to be fair to everybody. And, you know, the overarching theme of love, <laughs> lead through your life with that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think, like, in relationships, especially, like, regarding this book, I think, like, it's important to realize that relationships are hard they're complicated they're really hard and they're complicated and it's not black and white no you've got two people with a lot of big feelings yeah it's not all or nothing and Mm -hmm. it's it's really complicated Mm -hmm. and it takes two people and i mean unless you're you know polyamorous (laughs) yeah true (laughs) (laughs) um but like usually it takes two people Mm -hmm. And a lot of communication, which mm-hmm. there was no communication in this book. No. Oh, my God. The communication was awful. Every, like I said, everything was internalized. Yeah. Everything was internalized. Hmm. And it takes a lot of honesty and yeah. trust and growing, mutual growth and respect. I feel like that. Uh, uh, yeah, that's really interesting to me because I, the way you just described that, I think if I think about that, yeah, because now I feel like in romance novels... 
all of those things that you we were just talking about, all of the, like, what we would say would be, like, green flags, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are so much more externalized in romance novels yeah. and in stories now. Whereas I feel like back in the 80s, you got a lot of the internal, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but not a lot of the, like... Um, the yeah like the coexist like how the two internal yeah. worlds collide and how do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they're just yeah. it, everything was so much more surface level which yeah. was very 1980s as well like everything just was you were everything was supposed to just kind of be surface level yeah well degree. i think surface okay. level yeah. is easier i think a lot oh, of yeah, them, 100%. surface level is yeah. more comfortable yeah people are uncomfortable with anything that's below the surface yeah and i think that is why these books sell so well especially because when you've got so yeah. fluffy i think it's fluffy it's easy to read and it's like it you said doesn't it's delve on the deeper yeah. it doesn't delve deeper it doesn't talk about anything serious it doesn't go into like yeah you know hard shit yeah she didn't talk about like the betrayal of like her ex it doesn't or... talk about pain yeah it, yeah. It's just very See, surface but, level and yeah. fluffy. See, but like back again, like again back then, I think nobody talked about that stuff. Yeah, well, no, that's what and I mean. if you went to therapy, you did not say you went to yeah. therapy. Well, nobody I think, did. I think most. I think a lot of <laughs> older people, and a lot of, like I said, religious and you know mm-hmm. more conservative people prefer the world to be like that. They prefer the world to be more surface level and more, you know, like. Only skin deep. Only skin deep. Yeah, I think a I, lot of people don't like the fact that yeah. mental health is talked about. And yes. a lot of, you know, yeah. therapy is stigmatized still. Yeah. Even though there is a lot more, yes. you know, d- discussion about it, which I'm glad about. And, you know, yeah. healthy relationships are talked about more. Mm-hmm. And sex is talked about more in a healthy way. Like open, you know, being sexual, mm-hmm. especially with women mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like. Female pleasure is talked yes. about more in an open more. way. <laughs> Can we get a whoop whoop for that, yeah. though? <laughs> yeah. God. But I think there's still, like, a huge stigma around all of those topics. And that mm-hmm. is still something, you know, that we're all kind of, I mean. We're still trying the, to navigate. That some people, some women. <laughs> yeah. Some part of the women community are fighting yeah. against. I would say... Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I think in the religious community, and Emily, I don't know, maybe you could say I mean, some of the religious like, communities. I'm not talking, like, yeah, any specific I think religion. It's, yeah, I don't think it's so much um, what you were saying of be, things being talked about. There is that, but I think more of that is the more black and white thinking. There's a right yeah. way to do it. There's yeah, a wrong, wrong way, way to do, do it. it. And um, things the are right way to do yeah. it is, the, yeah, is, like, this way within the church, and the wrong mm-hmm. way to do it is this way, blah, blah, So I think some of that is more, yeah, like, yeah. that kind of part. But yeah. And sex is typically very taboo. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> we didn't, I mean, okay, just to share some of my high school yeah. experience, nobody, especially girls, we didn't talk about sex. We didn't talk about masturbating. We didn't talk about... Anything yeah. of a woman being sexual that was seen as a positive thing, right? Everything yeah. was seen negatively, seen yeah. as a shameful thing. Yep. Yeah, shame and negativity and all that kind of stuff yeah. surrounding like sex positivity for women. Where I grew up, feeling yeah. comfortable in your body. Yeah. Yes, knowing yeah. how, knowing what makes your body mm-hmm. feel Which good. No yeah. wonder so many women struggle with body image issues. And oh, absolutely. Struggle yeah. With image, like <laughs> struggle with intimacy issues oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. like 
Yeah, the, the 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 mental number that purity culture did on me Ugh. in the 90s, 80s and 90s. It's a beauty, is, isn't it? Yeah, it's a real <laughs> gift. It's a real gift yeah. that I have worked very hard to unravel and I'm still yeah. working hard to unravel. Which actually this book is, that did surprise me in this book, is because of the fact that it was published in, you know, 1989. The whole purity, you know, portion of it, mm-hmm. that there was, you know, the sex scenes necessarily, there was sex scenes. Yeah. And yeah. she is an unmarried woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was the one asking, you know, and initiating the sex. And yeah. I thought that was pretty powerful, and considering will, the fact yes. that it yeah. was that time. And yeah. I will say, she did bring up a couple times in the book, she's like, I'm a modern woman. She's like, I'm not... She, she did stand up for herself a couple times where she's like, I'm not going to stand up for behavior like this. She's like, I'm a modern woman. That's not how things are done anymore. Like, I'm not... Even though she kept saying she's not going to really be at his beck and call, she was. Yeah. But, like, to a degree, she was standing up for some of the ideals that were, I guess, considered more progressive than, obviously, what Nicholas had in the 16th century, we said? Yes? <laughs> 16th century would be 1500. Yes. So, yeah, depending yeah. on... Yeah. So, like, obviously, they had more progressive views in the 80s than the, than the 16th century. Yeah. But even even still it's not obviously as progressive as we are considered today and i'm sure 20 years down the line the stuff written now isn't going to yeah. be considered as progressive I'm as sure what's going to be, be written that will be, yeah. yeah like oh we don't use that term anymore yeah we don't do yeah yeah oh you thought that your strong female lead was a strong female lead then wait till you read what we have now yeah. sort of deal yeah 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 and that's a good thing it should always be yes. going in that direction that's we should always be point. on the up and up <laughs> yeah. but yeah I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. There is, like, there's a nice, <laughs> there is, like, a fun and exciting portion of, yeah. oh, like, the heroes, like, the the, the hot, sexy guy's going to come and save me. Yeah. Like, I think mm-hmm. everybody in their, li- in their life, male or female, like, any gender, I think yeah. everybody kind of has that whole, like, oh, God. God yeah. damn, I yeah. want to be saved. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I think everybody has someone that in their life. Someone to sweep me off my feet and like, take care of let's me. Let's have someone sweep me off my feet right now, please. Like, yeah, I think everybody wants, I think male and female, I think everybody wants that. But I think the whole idea of being saved is not like I need, not the idea of I need to be saved. It's the idea of like, I want somebody to see me and think that I'm important enough yeah. Yeah. for them to change their plans and, and come do, back and, for me. and come back for me. It, yeah. it has nothing to do with like somebody <laughs> say, like and this is and then people may feel different this is just my own opinion i just think that's all it is and i think that's all anything ever is is yeah. someone wanting to say i just want someone to see me yeah and think that i'm important enough to whatever listen to me to listen yeah. to to help to whatever that's, that's, like, why that's I, all it is yeah that's why i love enemies to lovers is because you're seeing all of the shit of that one person and yeah. still deciding to love them in the end yeah and still seeing qualities in them that you love and appreciate and you're like that hits wow. yeah <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I think it's, it, it is very interesting. It's a bit of fa- this is a fascinating conversation. I do think it's I important. Know. And I think mm-hmm. it's an important conversation to just have in general. Yeah. Like, I think women should talk about this stuff more all the time. Agreed. About, like, I, don't I know. agree. It's not, it's not like this isn't talked about enough. It's not. Yeah. And I, th- too, I think like, uh, yeah, as like a younger, like I was just at the, the 16th birthday party for one of my nieces mm-hmm. and like, 
you know, I look at her and I, it was, there were, there were girls and boys there. They're all 15, 16 year old boys. And I'm just like, oh God. Like first I had, I had several simultaneous thoughts. And the first one was like, well, they're all so young. Yeah, and <laughs> probably so uncomfortable in themselves and too. Like, I would really been, that, that gives but me the chills. It was funny <laughs> watching them because I rem- yeah. I can remember being that age, and I can remember like there was a whole. It's table. like watching wild animals in the jungle. Yeah, it is. But there was a whole table full of food. Do you think any one of those girls came over? No, they didn't touch it. No. No. Yeah. Because meanwhile, I'm sitting there. I'm like (laughs) ham-fisted. I'm like sour cream and onion chips. Thank you. I'll eat those. I'll eat that. And like, yeah, but it's such, I think it's a good thing to talk about. Like, because when you're in it, when you're 16 and you're in it, you feel like this is the way it always is. And then I'm 43 and I'm looking back at that and I think, I remember that. I remember those feelings. I remember feeling like. I'm not the girl in the room that ever, that people are paying attention to. I was the invisible one in the corner that like nobody knew if you were Me there too, or not. Kristen. Yeah, and like, <laughs> and I, that's that's also my comfort spot. Fist bumps all around, if yeah, I, because nobody can see. But, but like, you know. but that's also my comfort spot. But I wish someone would like. It'd be cool if I could go back and tell my 16 year old self like, you can you be- marry someone pretty awesome. Yeah, like yeah, and. You, yeah, like, it'd be nice to go back and be like, you won't always feel the self-conscious. Yeah. It, th- it won't all always matter this much no. to you. Yeah. And I think that's always helpful, would be helpful to hear. I don't know. Well, and especially, like, <laughs> so with, interesting. With, <laughs> sorry, if you had a, if you had a point, you can, because I. You no, know, you can go ahead. <laughs> I'll remember okay. what I was going to say. Okay, so, basically, yeah, and it's it's harder for teens to, I guess, have those conversations, too, because you are just so uncomfortable as a person, and it's like, how do I even begin to talk about some of these things without feeling embarrassed or feeling weird that I'm even bringing these kind of I conversations agree. up, Yeah, and, you know, I'm not comfortable in my person, so I don't even know how to word certain things sometimes, or I don't even know how to talk to certain people, and yeah. as you just age, you gain that confidence and become more comfortable in talking yeah. about these certain things, but we should be able to talk about those things at a younger age too, because they're valid points and concerns to be talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do think that's more on the adults though. I do it think on that's the on the older generations yeah. because you cannot go to a 16 year old, even like as a parent, like you, you can't, like you go to your 16 year old and you want them to talk to you. Well, they, you're their parent. They, yeah. you, if you have that kind of relationship, that's awesome, but you might not, but they might, they probably need another they like need an, someone in middle, their life. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, to have conversations with... Someone like I don't us. Know. <laughs> I know. People but, like us. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Or just, yeah, like, someone that you know and trust that's older that you could be like, yeah, yeah I need... Mm-hmm. I, some guidance. If you, you think about help. it, like, you know, every, you're just learning at that age how to just be a... You're just morphing into your adult yeah. body. And, like, you need help learning how to, like, be a human being. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm. And I'm 43 and I'm still figuring it out. So, like, yeah. everybody's figuring it figuring yeah. it out. Yeah. It's I, just... Yeah, like, the fact that I learned maybe a year ago that during your early 20s you go through another, like, major hormonal shift as a girl. <laughs> that's, like, a second period, technically. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that because apparently your body starts changing again and you obviously yeah. have so many hormones spiking. So, guess what? I'm getting some refreshed acne. Yeah. Like, more cystic acne that I had <laughs> when I was a teenager that I haven't had for years. But all of a sudden, it's coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. mm. I'm on the other end of that. I'm I'm doing all the menopause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at that age where I'm like, is this, am I starting menopause? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What I was going to say, like, what the snack table reminded me of is, like, when I, I remember it, you know, obviously I'm 
22, so it hasn't been that long ago since I was a teenager. It feels like a long time for mm-hmm. me, but it hasn't it been feels that like a long time. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. But um, I remember I had friends who would be like, you know, I I can't eat this. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm afraid of mm-hmm. eating in front mm-hmm. of this guy. Mm-hmm. And I never felt that way. Yeah. And I, which I look back on and I'm kind of like, damn. I'm glad that you never felt like, that way. That's, yeah. I'm really proud of myself mm-hmm. and, and honestly kind of lucky that yeah. I, mm. in the grand scheme of yeah. things, that I never felt that way. I never was like, but I maybe it's because I grew up with, you know, a brother and all of my cousins were boys. And so I always yeah. made around yeah. guys. And maybe that's why. And yeah. I was just kind of like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, shoving food in my mouth kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just like, I don't give a fuck. But yeah. like, um, I, but also, like, I was in therapy. Yeah. So. Oh, so you had some positive reinforcement I then. had yeah. a lot of, you know, I had help in my life. Yeah. And yeah. that really helped me. And so, like. But I remember, like, my friends, I think I was at a party or I was with, you know, a gathering and my friend was like, I, I can't eat my dinner. And I was like, why? You know, why? And she was like, I, my, you know, my, this guy, X, Y, and Z, you know, his, his name, mm-hmm. he's, he's here. Like, I can't do it because he's going to think I'm, I'm gross. Mm-hmm. He's going to think you're a pig. He's yeah. going to think, gonna think, he's gonna think I'm gross. And mm-hmm. I... <laughs> because you need food to survive. And I was it's like, such a backward way of thinking, but was, I remember. It was so I was I so remember upset. That, yeah. I was so upset and I was like I remember being kind at the at that time, mm-hmm. even even at that time. I don't remember how old I was. I was th- I think I was like 15. Mm-hmm. I and I just wanted to be like fuck him. I, obviously I didn't <laughs> say that, but like at the time I didn't swear. But cuz yeah. I like the first time I said the F word, I think I cried. <laughs> I thought I was a heart. I know. Now I swear like a sailor, but um I think I was like screw him. Like yeah. I I think I like gave her like a really motivational speech and then she ate. Yeah. But I was like, you know? Yeah. Perfect. Who cares what he thinks? Yeah. Like I was just like, you know, you're hungry and your stomach is hurting because yeah. you don't feel good because you're not eating. Yeah. Mm. But like that's what we do to ourselves. Yeah. I would have appreciated a friend like you in high school. I wish I could could have been your friend in high school, uh, in high school or middle school. Yeah. I think that was in middle school. I don't know. Yeah. It was in high school. I was fifteen. Yeah, it gets real weird. I think the ages of like fourteen to like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, get are real weird. I was a real, <laughs> I was a real like ass kicker in high in high school. Yeah. I wasn't like in, you physically kicked ass. I don't know what I was like? like no, like I was like I took no shit. Took no shit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't take shit in high school, but when I was good for you. Yeah, when I was younger, I took shit. I was bullied a lot. Yeah, but in high school, I didn't. Yeah, take shit. But I don't know. If something just shifted, and then I was just like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just like, come at me, bro! Yes. <laughs> I think every, every woman should have that moment. Right. Like, shifts into the come at me, bro version, like, phase of your life that just lasts forever. Yeah. yeah that's my, yeah. 
Yeah. I wish I had that. Okay, I swear I'm really, I don't act on my violence. They're purely thoughts. But the <laughs> amount of people that I would have just mollywopped in high school, ugh. They deserved it, to be fair, okay? It was a chubby a girl with a kids. lot of skinny friends. Mm. And that's just a recipe for disaster when you're in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's God. Those are rough years. Yeah, I don't know how we started talking about I, high school, other I'm than we sure. started talking about relationships we and what you expect out of high school. We should just do a whole podcast. We should do a whole episode on high school. Just we'll read some, advice. We'll do some, YA some yeah. life advice. Life advice from from us. Yes. Yeah. Oh no, that could go really off the rails. It could go it really could off fun. the rails, but I'm really prepared. In a fun way. <laughs> what do you want to do? Do you want to do the second book another time? Do you want to like plan time another it? time? It's seven. Oh, we should probably wrap up the episode. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, this this is uh, right now we're recording at a we're in at an almost an hour and forty minutes. So like I might have to break this into two. Um, which would be fine. Okay. Or I'll edit it down and make it one really long thing. So we'll yeah we'll see. Yeah. But either way. Well, uh, um, we can record like an ending and be like, for the next episode, we'll do. Yeah, I was gonna. Well, s- I was gonna say, do you mind if we do that another time? I just haven't I been home since seven o'clock this morning. No, I don't. I need okay. to go home. Like I, I'm not starting anything oh, okay, new. Perfect. What I'm saying is, yep, I get you. Yeah, no. What I'm saying is, can we do this one a second time? And can we like actually look at the calendar and say, this is when yeah. we're gonna do it? That way, we can just be yeah. like, we can meet at the store. Then we can yeah. knock it out. Okay. Because I do want to. So, what is the next book? This. Yeah, okay. So on the next episode, is it still recording? Yeah. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. On the next fucking episode of <laughs> Yeah, on the next episode, we, Emily and I, and Kristen, will be discussing um, King of Battle and Blood by Scarlett St. Clair. Emily and I read this. Kristen did not. I did not read it. So I'm only here for recording and entertainment purposes. Yes. So basically, we just absolutely tore the ever-living shit out of a knight in shining armor, but prepare to feel some great, great love that Bailey and I have for this next book. Yeah, this is about a vampire. A vampire king Mm -hmm. and a human, human woman, and there's some spice. I bet. Yeah, so... (laughs) <laughs> basically we read these two we read these two because this is an old-timey popular book mm-hmm. a knight in shining armor versus a popular book talk book yeah okay book talk spicy book okay so, so we're keeping the theme of romance but this i think king of battle and blood travels a little bit more into the fantasy realm which okay. i'm personally more on the side yeah. of in the romance realm but also this got voted three out of five Spicy peppers. Is that, so. is that a lot? Is that good? I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, well, you know. Stay tuned. Okay. Stay tuned. <laughs> For reference, what was the what was the blue planet ice truckers? What was it? Ice planet barbarians. That was, planet that barbarians. was four out of that was four that was out of four. five spicy okay. peppers. Yeah. I just wanted to know where we're at because, like, I want to be like oh, like weirdness scale. Like, where yeah. are we at on the kink scale? Are we on the? Like, I would I would give the night in shining armor one. maybe even a half. Yeah. Of yeah. a spicy yeah. pepper because like a half. it was it was more um it was more <laughs> plot based. Yeah, definitely. Not that the next book doesn't have plot in it. <laughs> it's just all sex. It's just all sex. <laughs> well, Ice Planet Barbarians is honestly more just sex than plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this then is, this is like. And then, this one's, more, yeah. and then yeah. this one's more plot than sex, and then this one's right in the middle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. King honestly, of Battle and Blood not is, a lot of King of Battle and Blood is in the middle. Yeah, it yes. really is. Sorry, it is we in didn't the we didn't say names. I would say like two and a half, honestly. Okay. 
Yeah. That would be my score. For King of Battle and Blood, two and a half yeah. spicy peppers. I mean, okay. they they started off boning earlier than I thought that they were gonna. They really did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> anyway. I was shocked. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, for the anyway, next. This is for the next yeah. episode. Not this episode. Oh, I'm so excited. Be, be yeah. ready. You're on be the, prepared. You're on the edge of your seat. I know okay. you are. I am. I'm already reading the second book of the series. All right, lady, charge <gasps> up your vibrators. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be getting into some good stuff next time. Things are going to be getting <laughs> wet. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. Don't put that in there. <laughs> oh, Bailey, it's 100% going to be in it. I was, I'll, I'll, I was just talking about <laughs> masturbating earlier, bro. This will be the fade out part. <laughs> oh, God. From the people who sell you actual books in a real-life indie bookshop comes a podcast all about books and the love of reading. So subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on Instagram, at Aaron's Books. Anyway, it's your two favorite bitches. We're signing out. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Enjoy the episode. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Bye. (laughs) Okay. That works. Yeah, that Just does. use that. <laughs> I will.